This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is around success and what success depends on, what variables it depends on. And as we'll get into, some variables are visible and some variables are hidden. So our segments for today are first question from No Starring Artist Community, and it's really a story time as my response and our main topic. Then we'll dive into the second segment, which is reflection questions, and our last segment will be a culture wreck. As always, please share your questions for me or any creative journeys to be shared on this podcast. I'd love to share a success journey. I'd also love to share a journey of something that you're experiencing that's maybe challenging so others can see themselves within what you're sharing. Obviously, you always as anonymous. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please, please, it would mean so much for you to share this on social media, tell a friend, rate and review it wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. So this question is definitely one that I've received from a lot of folks and I really appreciate it. They're asking if I'm going to be financially okay during this time and how I'm going to be financially okay during this time. And I wanted to speak about my journey into business and economics because I think it's really helpful for me to emphasize my background. I try not to be too money oriented or heavy because I think that money is such a sensitive topic for so many people. I obviously want to talk a lot about finance and education and self-education around finance because I think that's the most important way to approach understanding money. And so today's recommendation is more leaning towards success a bit more broadly. But in my personal story, you'll kind of get a sense of both. So when it comes to the question of money, success, it's for me hugely a game and it's because I've always viewed life as a game. I, since I was really young, noticed all these rules that we make up and these rules are laws. These rules are rules are our economy. It's all this imaginary stuff that we've made up and it only exists because we've abided to it. It only exists because humans have abided to it and so Money isn't real, right? More than money, we are likely seeking not money, but freedom or power, right? Because money is just this made-up concept that we've deemed as valuable so that there can be an exchange of money for objects, money for freedom, power, etc. And when I was a in my first year of college... I was very, very stressed out financially paying for myself for school and working while being enrolled and that whole process. I started as a sociology major and was studying like anthropology, sociology and all these things and it resonated with me so deeply and I actually acquired more sociology courses, classes than even my major because it's 
totally my truth. I love studying humans and their behavior. I love behavioral economics. But I quickly double majored in sociology and economics within my first year because I valued the need to understand the system. The system that we all live in, systems that we exist in that govern us as people. And so I got a good understanding of the system that we are living and existing in. And so I studied, got a perfect GPA. I'd always been okay with a B plus student thing. And, you know, at that point was like, absolutely not investing so much money where I'm going. It requires me to level up. And so I got a perfect GPA for four semesters, transferred colleges to a school that had notable alum, especially in the business world. And that I knew was going to give me opportunities to work in, yeah, the the business world and make money, which was my goal. And it was also just part of something that I regarded as, you know, kind of this game. My goal was achieved in getting access to opportunities. And when we have goals, we can kind of begin to notice what patterns we need to take to achieve those goals. And some of them are are hidden and some of them are, are a little bit more visible. And to me at the time, I knew the grades. I knew that the alum connections, I knew certain things were going to yield me closer to um, certain goals of mine. But yeah, I think I can't deny the fact that this game is a serious one and it impacts people's lives. I think that's the saddest part is that we've made a system in many countries that's governed in a way that doesn't necessarily support people who need the most help we have wars and we have laws and many things that are done with very strategic aim and so if you are fighting in the military if you are actually directly involved and on the ground you're just often a pawn and even there's kings and queens but they're not even playing so much of an impact the only people who know the strategic aims of the game are the players And very few people are the players. Very few people have that amount of power and are in those positions to govern. So with that, I don't want to, you know, make life seem like a fun game. I think it's a quite serious one. And I was very touched by one economics professor of mine. And I reached out to him during this period of coronavirus and and social distancing because he was elderly and he was very much like a Fortune magazine kind of guy, you would think, upon looking at him, you know, older, white, um, maybe fairly conservative man. But he was very, you know, kind of like, fuck the system, radical, and became a professor at this all-women's college as a male and was there and down to live out his liberal lifestyle in Western Massachusetts. I really gravitated to him because he is a performer. He's super charismatic. He tried to make every single one of his classrooms and his graphs and such engaging. And I love people like that. He's very gregarious, very magnetic vibes. And he introduced these very cool economics concepts with, in a catchy way with jokes, with humor, I say this all to say is because he was so engaging. 
I should have retained a lot more than I did, and I really didn't. Uh, despite it all, I retained two things. One being the value of compounding interest, which I have to do a separate podcast episode, and I've been meaning to. That's a long one. It's a very overdue one, but you can literally just go on Google and understand the concept of compounding interest and then understand how most of the world makes money um, or the wealthiest people in the world make money. And it's not from making money. It's from growing money. And then the second takeaway that I had from him was that in the end, when we look at anything, when you look at any structure, there is variables. And at the end of the day, we have to say it depends. It depends because sometimes we know those variables that are going to make something trend, that are going to make something kick off, that are going to make something popular, that are going to make you successful. But oftentimes we don't know those variables. Sometimes there's hidden variables. Our reflection questions are around what we can control because there is areas and opportunity to capitalize on your goals now based on observing the existing variables. So just to close on the reflection or the question from community, thank you for for loving support and I'm definitely going to be okay money-wise during this time. I'm doing extremely well and I'm really grateful to be one with money, but two really capable of achieving feeling very capable of achieving goals that I have set out because of the ways that I approach yeah approach my goals now let's get into our reflection questions so you understand what I mean as some of you know I founded more by her a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma each week we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays wisdom drop Wednesdays for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So in every economics class it's not actually very unique that you hear the professor say it depends about thousand times in one hour because we're always talking about markets and supply and demand and so half of economics is really just making little graphs with uh, xy axis and you're saying oh the supply is here and that demand is here and we think that the equilibrium where these two lines intersect on this graph be around here based on what we currently know. I think that the concept is really good and that's why economics is always still a very conceptual realm to exist in is because the amount of hidden variables can sometimes be so much so unpredictable that it's really hard to have super accurate accounting oftentimes for things and so We commonly say, you know, it depends. We don't know all the variables that are in place. We can forecast for this, but we can't forecast for this, but we can forecast for this. And it's fun. And is it a valuable study? I think so. I think it's helpful to think in those terms to some degree. But 
there's also a need to step out of it and maybe apply it more specifically to our lives at times. And so that's what I have done in my mind as a person when understanding what goals I had. And I would love for you to entertain me, entertain yourself in doing that same level of examination. And so first looking at, one, what are your goals? What is a specific goal that you can focus in on for the purposes of this exercise to understand the variables that are in place for you to be able to achieve that goal? And try to get as specific as possible around that goal that you have in mind. Cool. So that's first. Second, who's achieved that goal before you? Who have been people who've successfully achieved that goal that you want? That specific goal. If it's nobody ever before, then maybe it's worth broadening your goal a little bit so that you can look and do this exercise. Because the exercise is now to look at all of the people or as as many people as possible who have achieved that goal. What are they like? What are their backgrounds? What do they look like? Where did they grow up? What were their GPAs? What were their credentials? What was their merit? Who are their connections? Who are their network? What are their backgrounds? So this is really doing the um, human stalking (laughs) point period or... Um, the variable research, let's call it, so I don't sound crazy. But this is what I did in college. I understood to transfer colleges what I had to do, which was get a perfect GPA and a whole host of other things. We don't need to get into it. Um, but you, there's so much value in actually understanding the backgrounds of the people who have achieved the goals that we want in life. That's why there's so many books around habits of the five it's most successful people in the world it's like people really do want to acquire those habits oftentimes more so than the habits it's important to understand those broader patterns um, and background etc of the people who've achieved goals that you want cool because third is really what is the pattern so that's the frustrating part is you know there's often not equity and equality in people who've achieved certain things versus other people who haven't achieved certain things there's there's more commonly a pattern in who gets certain opportunities there's a pattern in people get opportunities because they demand them because they ask for them have you been asking for your things and so I'm not going to dive into that too quickly but first with this pattern thing do you fit into the pattern of people who've achieved the goal that you have and if you don't fit into the pattern How can you fit that pattern? What work do you need to do? What things are in your control that you can work on to actually fit that pattern? How can you reshape your story maybe? Sometimes it's just a rebranding effort. Maybe you don't have to do anything at all other than tell a different story around what you're doing to fit the pattern. So that's more visible as to why you're nearing your goal, why it makes sense that you're moving towards your goal, etc., And fourth is, and there's five of these, but fourth, how do you match or exceed that pattern? Do you match that pattern first and foremost? If you don't match the pattern, getting to the place to which you can try to match that pattern is really helpful. And if you don't feel like you can get to that place, which I often felt, how can you exceed that pattern? Because five is what unique talents do you possess that can be leveraged 
to not just meet expectation, not just achieve that goal, but to exceed that goal, right? So for me, there were moments where I knew I was subpar academically based on my experience and merit. I didn't qualify for certain things, but I leveraged my personal skills to set up meetings, to set up calls. I leveraged my hustle to actually proactively go in front of people to do what it takes if you want something enough what is your willingness to commit to attaining that thing my willingness to commit to certain things historically is so high that it is honestly I I I was so grateful that I didn't wasn't raised by like corrupt people because it scared me and it truly scares some people in my life to this day um how deeply I care about things really thinking about not trying to just go straight to how can I be the exception to the rule, but notice the pattern, observe the pattern, see how you can fit into the pattern, how you can be more of a match, how you can build skills today immediately, how you can build expertise, experience as soon as possible, how you can not only meet that goal, but exceed that goal. What are the people already doing in your realm to achieve those goals? super helpful and advice I usually give to people who would reach out to me and want to have informationals around getting a certain job or getting a certain position they say how do I do it and my biggest piece of advice in the business world is a lot clearer you have LinkedIn you can stock the ins and outs of people's education their network you can see their schooling stuff like that it's helpful where they grew up a lot of things like that it gets harder when you're in the entrepreneurial or the creative realm because the digging requires a lot more independent time spent digging yeah just you can go on so many different places and things and it's a loophole and I'm personally still doing it right now I'm finding actors who've broken into the acting industry late and with little or no training and though I have training it feels like I can't help you know I'm just refining so the studying the exceptions is a harder place to be when you want to get certain goals and and meet certain opportunities but it's always fun it's always a fun process this is a point of living it's something to strive for something that makes us feel alive something we care about it feels good ultimately so just to recap on the reflection questions before we dive into our culture wreck one what is your goal two who is your goal achieved by? How many people? Who are those people? Where are they like? What are their backgrounds? Three, what is the pattern there? Do you fit that pattern? If not, how can you fit that pattern? How can you reshape your story? Four, how can you match or exceed that pattern? And five, what unique talents do you have that can be leveraged to exceed? Awesome. Let's get into our culture rec. So with one economics class and yeah, that was it under my belt. I claimed an economics major and I claimed an economics major because of this book. This is one of my favorite books and it's Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. This is our culture wreck and I love this book so much because 
it was one of my first introductions to Malcolm Gladwell, so it's a little nostalgic. He's one of my favorite authors, and he is kind of like the champion of behavioral economics. He's very much a researcher and dissector and explorer of human behavior and does an amazing job of writing books that really dissect myths and challenge status quo exceptions and things. So this book is about hidden variables and all of those ones that are not in our control because we can do that process of pattern matching. Oh, this type of person got this opportunity. This type of person got this opportunity. Historically, this whole population of people are getting these opportunities. And then there are all these other variables and there's so many people who are exceptions to those rules, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, And the book Outliers is defined as a book about people who do not fit the normal understanding of achievement and success. Outliers explores exceptional people who are smart and rich and successful, and they operate at an extreme outer edge of what's statistically plausible. And so the book explores the lives of the Beatles, of Bill Gates, of Um, Other folks who people are just seeing how they are exceptional. And what I love about this book the most is the fact that the outliers are people who on paper demographically don't meet the standards of success. But if you look at the individual's backgrounds, their family, their culture, their friendships, then you can better understand, more deeply understand how they became successful. All of these episodes, I feel like, have been deeply around mindfulness and friendship and deep rocks and rootedness and how can you ground yourself and open your mind and free yourself internally. And I think that in reading this book, you'll find that the most successful people have been exceptional because they've functioned outside of the norm and allowed themselves that because they weren't held by fear. So I hope that this episode on success and what it depends on has been helpful to you. I think a lot of the work comes from sitting down and really analyzing what are your goals, who are people who have achieved those goals, what is the pattern there, is there a pattern there, Am I outside of that pattern? Am I within that pattern? What special unique skills do I have to over-exceed on that pattern? All of this is so helpful because it makes you a person who's incredibly resilient. It helps me and it helped me function in a way that is more accepting, more accepting of the fact that I don't have control also over everything. As much as we want to meet, meet, match, exceed patterns, there's so much that just won't work for us anyway. And so despite that, we proceed, we continue to proceed without fear, without doubt, because living is so fun that way. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Grateful to always be here with you. If you have any questions, if you have a creative journey, please email it to me at hello at morebyher.com leave a review, tell a friend, share this on social. I have a request 
to know what your favorite podcast episode has been, so let me know. You can find me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. You're probably going to be a very successful artist, strategically minded. Mm-hmm.